Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 228th episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder, and we are in a treat. You are in in for a treat today, as I am in for a treat today, not because I'm the greatest podcaster in the world, that's clear, but because God is so good to give us this story about a blind man who sees the Lord without his eyes. Let's get to the story. We read it all yesterday. It's a massive story as far as the New Testament goes. It goes on for 41 verses. It's about a blind man and his parents and his neighbors and the disciples and the Pharisees. And it kind of goes through various uh, sections and chapters. And we're going to do the first two today. Here we go. This is John chapter 9. As he passed by, he leaves the temple and he goes to some neighborhood. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the words of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with mud. And he said to him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is he. Others said, No, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, How, then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. And that's the end of it for today. So the first thing, let's get to the first thing that happens, is the, the there's a theological question that the disciples assume that they know, they have it pretty much narrowed down, and that is, is this man's blindness caused by sin? And he, they give them, Jesus, two choices, the sin of the person or the sin of the parents, and then Jesus answers. Now, here's the thing that's interesting about this. This is not a discussion just between the disciples and the Lord. The blind man is there, too. Don't forget that. And so the blind man hears this discussion over the top of his head, so to speak. And uh, the disciples ask, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And listen to what the Lord says. Now, this is a prophecy that that the blind man gets. This is Jesus speaking a truth over this man that he either gets to believe or not believe. And Jesus says, it was not that this man sinned, He's referred to in third person, or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So he finds out two things here. Number one, he's not a sinner, and I suppose the two that his parents aren't sinners to cause the blindness. 
And so I would think that that would be, okay, step number one is like, hey, I've been told my whole life that I did something wrong or my parents did something wrong or, you know, that this this particular blindness is a consequence of sin, and which physical stuff sometimes is a consequence of sin. But Jesus has clarified this, that I can believe this or not. Uh, I would imagine this is a burden that's lifted. So some lie that he's been being told for a long time has been lifted. We know he's of age, so I think he's at least 20 years old. And then he gets this, so that's kind of like from the minus, he gets the minus taken away, and then he gets this positive, which is this promise that the works of God might be displayed in him. So he gets like an own personal uh, prophecy, and then after this, he hears, the, the blind man hears this urgency. We must work the works of him who set me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can works. So he gets this urgency that Jesus is feeling, that there's a limitation of time, there's an urgency to activity, there's this window that's open right now while Jesus is on, on a rescue mission. So first he gets a prophecy, next he gets the Lord's urgency, and then he gets sort of this revelation from the Lord, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. We talked about that about uh, 10 days ago, uh, which I don't have the number of the podcast, I would refer to that one, about the things that the that light does, that Jesus is the light of the world, that he invented it, and he invented the receptors of it in your eyes, but it brings us food and beauty and taste and time and energy and warmth and all those things that... Uh, in truth and revelation. So light's a big deal. Okay, and then he spits on the ground. Having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and then anointed the man's eyes with the mud. So we think, gosh, well, mud, that's that's kind of nasty. May I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, we're all formed out of dust. God's just creating again here. And then here's the decision point. He says to him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So funny, haha. He is sending him to the pool of scent. And I wonder about maybe this thing was named Siloam just for this moment, that it can be the pool of scent. So Jesus said, I'm sending you to the pool of scent. And then you get this decision point. So there's a command, if you will, a request from Jesus, go wa- go and wash, and the man has an option. Now, as I was, I was doing this, I was thinking he didn't have faith before this, but think of all the things he's had to have faith in. Who's Jesus? What have you done? Are you really the light guy? Are you really the light of the world? What powers do you have? These are all the things that that I think the blind man had before he went. He's got these words, these promises, these claims. Now, it's limited information. That's why this whole thing is called faith. And the teaching point for us, I think, is we also have limited information. If if it was full information, we would call it sight. And so we have this option of this man. Does he see the Lord without his eyes? That's what he does, and he has a decision to make. So we have eventually a blind man who isn't blind, but he sees first without his eyes. And so we find this soul becoming a seeing thing. And and here, uh, eventually, his eyes also become seeing. So may that be true to us today. May we see the Lord without our eyes. Amen. What a great story.